Hello and welcome to the May 2021 edition of Film Editorial. As you will probably know from having read the President's bulletins as well as the email directly to all members and fellows, Clinical Medicine and Future Healthcare Journal are now primarily journals which are online. And it is an appropriate and timely thing to do. Plainly, there are financial implications which are beneficial for a small publisher like ourselves, where everything is done in-house. But there's also the important ecological agenda as we reduce our print volume and reduce our mail. What's been heartening has been the fact that the feedback we've received so far has been primarily positive. There have been some queries about access in certain situations, and we will respond to those once we've got a group of responses back so that we can give a sort of a coordinated frequently asked questions type approach to these as well as replying individually but our primary intention is to continue to present journal information in a way which complements your current reading for your own subspeciality given that all of us have some practice in general internal medicine one of the other in-house things to comment on before we get into the body of what's in this month's edition, is the fact that we've recently appointed an international editor, Dr. Arosha Desanayake. Currently, Arosha is busy managing the aspects of the pandemic as they relate to medical school education in Sri Lanka, where he's based, but will be a completely helpful and incredibly proactive uh, associate editor once he's able to join fully on board. I think this is an important area for us, as you'll have seen from our beginning to emerge into using social media more to advance the content of the journals. So what of this month's content? The CME is on dermatology and features, again, outstanding reviews on atopic eczema, psoriasis, and also importantly, information around um, snails in systemic disease and the cutaneous manifestations of infection. These hallmark diagnostic aspects of dermatology are one that affect all physicians and I think provide beautifully written and illustrated summaries which look great in the online versions available as well. In that spirit of generalism there's also an outstanding article by Karen Walker-Bone and Rosemary Hollick on occupational histories. These are sometimes rather afterthought aspects of one's history taking, but certainly won't be for me going forward, both in terms of understanding the patient, but actually also in terms of being able to give structured advice, which is able to find some familiarity to the patient and therefore make it more likely that they will comply or adhere to the therapies that you are suggesting. Beyond that, there's also important set of articles around common presentations. It's very easy to hear of conditions which aren't immediately in our speciality, but which we feel we should know about or have a medical school memory of. And actually there are some brilliant pieces in this month's edition, which I really would like to showcase. These are unapologetically neurologically themed this month. There's an excellent review on the hyperacute management of ischemic stroke, as well as an important original paper on 
the management of spontaneous intracranial hypotension. This complements another brilliant review on identification and subsequent treatment of orthostatic hypotension in older patients. And there are other important lessons here for the generalist in this month's edition. There is a joint position statement from the Association of British Clinical Diabetologists on the use of sodium glucose co-transporter 2 inhibitors. These agents which have had some controversy in the medical press and are plainly here to stay but will need understanding and appropriate prescribing by the general physician and that's what this statement is intended to provide and does so very very well. Completing the kind of neurological potpourri of things is the really important updated review of the novel psychoactive substances that patients are presenting with to casualty departments, recognizing the range of how patients acutely present and how they may be referred to a variety of specialists, all with the fundamental fuzziness around original presentation means that this forms a really helpful starting point for us to recognize how to approach these patients as well as then giving us pointers for what further reading we can undertake to understand the situation better. Beyond that, we have some really outstanding short case material this month, and I would really like to focus on the amazing contributions we get from readers about the acute medical cases, the lessons of the month, and the images of the month. The latter are often showcased in our carousel, and such the quality of these that we have moved from just having one per edition to being able to include more of these outstanding clinical vignettes going forward with the online production. And I hope you're able to access and enjoy these. There are also some excellent professional related matters articles. There's an original qualitative piece by Elizabeth Carty and Michael Page on the experience of our colleagues who are specialty and associate specialist doctors. Their experiences sometimes are a little awkward and uncomfortable for us to hear, but are important for us to understand. And alongside this, there's an important separate paper on the perceptions that colleagues have on the impact of the annual review of competence progression. This is a mixed method study, and I think really illustrates some of the things that we may all feel individually, but which make for thought-provoking reading when seen as a collective. Finally, there's one of our foundation columns I'd like to draw your attention to, uh, that on the experience of the foundation interim year one posts, the so-called FIY1 posts, which have become much talked about recently and were utterly central to the management of the initial phases of the pandemic. In 2020. Finally, for those readers and listeners based in the UK, I hope the exit out of lockdown, if that has indeed come through, is personally and professionally safe and happy for you. And once again, would shout out to the excellent CME content on dermatology this month, curated by Emma Benton from St. John's Institute of Dermatology in London. All the very best and stay safe.